Hey there, beautiful souls! Welcome to Wellnessable, a podcast about learning. This is your friend Mickey Sachiko. Wellnessable is from the words "wellness is possible," which is something I came up with back in 2018 to push myself and others in achieving life and wellness goals. So wherever you are in your journey in achieving those goals, we are in this together, my friend. With the help of different co-hosts on each episode, we'll talk about real-life lessons you can listen to on the go and easily apply in your day-to-day lives. Let's dive into it. Do you want a sustainable move while getting healthy? Well, this one's for you. Bayani Brew is a nutritious drink with social good at its core. As they support farmers and sustainability, they offer you refreshingly healthy drinks. Enjoy the ready-to-drink flavors of lemongrass pandan, sweet potato leaves, moringa delandan, lemongrass turmeric, or lemongrass ginger. They're all yummy and organic, plus rich in antioxidants, iron, and packed with vitamin C. Drink it daily for a natural immune boost. Order at Bayani Brew Facebook page or at www.bayanibrew.com. Go Pinoy Farmers. Go Pinoy Brands. Go for a healthier you. Drink Bayani Brew today. Hey, beautiful souls! It's Mickey Sachiko. Today I am excited because we're going to talk about sustainable farming and social entrepreneurship, and we have no other than one of the co-founders of our favorite drink, Bayani Brew, which is a sustainable social enterprise made 100% in the Philippines for Filipinos. And Ron will be sharing with us a ton of knowledge about. Sustainable farming and social entrepreneurship. Welcome to the show, Ron. Hi, Mickey. Thank you for inviting me. And by the way, thank you for uh, including Bayani Brew in your charity activities the past weeks. We really love uh, joining those those activities as well. Awesome, awesome. You know what? I want to get um, like right right away because like you guys have been around since 2012. And the way you are doing your business is not just about cre- making money, not just about profit. You're more of creating social impact to your partners, which are the farmers, and at the same time promoting sustainability. So I wanted to ask you because it's sort of like your expertise now, since you've been doing it for close to eight years. No, your um, sustainability. Let's talk a bit about that, Ron. Can you briefly? Um, tell or describe sustainable of farming. Okay, so first of all, we 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 don't claim to be experts, but we, what we try to do is to uh, make it uh, not overly complicated, especially for the farmers. So when it comes to sustainable farming, what we do is uh, we take away the need or the temptation for the farmers to. Uh, use harmful uh, farm or agricultural practices. So, for example, right at the beginning or at the onset, when we chose uh, which crops we'd like to work with, uh, we chose the ones which grow naturally or will thrive naturally in the region that we work with. Okay, so, kami we are at Gaudkalinga uh, Enchanted Farm in Angat, Bulacan. So, in that area, even though Angat is more known for the Angat Dam, uh, the area where we work in it's actually uh, it doesn't have uh, government irrigation. So the land is only rain-fed. So that's why uh, most of the time the area there is uh, unproductive. The, 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 
the farmers, they can only grow uh, crops during the rainy season. So what we did is instead of planting mga water hungry na mga crops, we chose the ones that will thrive all year round, like lemongrass and pandan and sweet potato leaves. That way, uh, we'd minimize the, the human intervention that would be needed that can be harmful to the soil, harmful to the, ano, to the environment. Another thing that we did, uh, mm -hmm. we also focus on climate resilient uh, crops. Uh, so these are the crops na uh, ng typhoon, uh, ng, ng drought, na lo na longer summer periods, they would still survive with, with uh, very minimal na, uh, maintenance from, from, the, from the farms. So that way, uh, the farmers wouldn't have to uh, use so much uh, para artificial or chemical resources just to maintain the, the, feed, the, the fields. So these are yung mga, ano, mga low maintenance na mga, na mga crops that the farmers can easily grow. So parang that's the uh, very first thing that we did. So, so choosing the crops, the right crops pa lang to grow in the, in the area. And then the next part naman would be um, providing mga, uh, education. So we're partnering with Department of Agriculture. We invite uh, the experts of Department of Agriculture and uh, teach our farmers uh, the best practices when it comes to organic farming or best practices when it comes to uh, food safety. So, for example, instead of uh, using yung mga chemical na mga pesticides, chemical fertilizers, or fungicides, uh, they're now knowledgeable on uh, how they can manage yung mga weed or yung mga pests using uh, mga organic na mga, na mga resources. So that way, you're also not harming the, the soil and you're keeping your produce safe then for, for consumption in, in the future. So parang going back to the basics then talaga and properly equipping the farmer na they can do their job well uh, using the uh, safer farming methods such that, that they won't be tempted to use yung mga harmful na mga uh, farming methods. So it really sounds like a win-win-win kasi like the farmers don't have to spend so much time and effort kasi low maintenance yung farming na tinuro nyo. And then sa business model nyo rin, syempre meron din yung magandang ROI. And then sa customers, since natural and organic yung iniinom nila, it's very healthy. So I like that. I like the like the way it was put together. So that's so that's that's sustainable farming palano. So I'm wondering, Ron, like with with sustainable farming that you guys are doing for Bayani Brew, mm -hmm. like how how did you tie that up for your social entrepreneurship? Like can you walk us through like how did you transition? Because I know that you work in corporate before and then now uh -huh. you were a social entrepreneur. So what was it, mm -hmm. what was it like for you? Okay, so um, Bayani Brew, we started around 2012, but before doing Bayani Brew, I was in a totally different field. I was in IT for a multinational company. So I was doing that uh, IT work for, for almost a decade. And then uh, at some point I felt, now, okay, I wanted to be able to do something, you know, giving back to the, to the community. Uh, I want to do something uh, I'll, be able, I'll be able to help people out as my nine to five not something I would just do after office hours or during weekends. So that's uh, when I encountered the term social entrepreneurship. Now, right now, a lot of people know about social entrepreneurship, but back then, around 2012, it was mostly just a, as a concept. So I researched about it, and then I saw that, okay, there's this uh, local foundation called uh, Gawad Kalinga, 
they are uh, spearheading this social entrepreneurship movement in, in Bulacan. But the GK or Gaud Kalinga, they're more known for, especially back then, they're more known for providing homes for the homeless. But they also realize, uh, okay, if you relocate informal settlers from Metro Manila to the countryside, but there's no livelihood there, there's a possibility that they would just leave their homes and come back to Metro Manila. So they said, uh, okay, uh, we have to help the people uh, earn an income also, in earn a living in, in the countryside. And one of the best ways to do it is to utilize the underproductive land uh, around them. So they piloted this farm in Angat Bulacan. It was located, it's located in Barangay Encanto, so they call it the Enchanted Farm, the Gao Chiringa uh, Enchanted Farm. And then from there, uh, they started inviting people over. So their dream for the farm uh, is for it to become like a Silicon Valley for social enterprises. Because if, if you have uh, community members moving to, to the countryside, and then if you have them uh, do farming, there's no, there's no market, then. so it will end up with the same problem that there would be no income. So they're inviting people uh, to set up startup businesses that are agriculture related in, in the area to uh, help provide livelihood for the community. So I was one of those that was, that was uh, inspired by Gawad Kalinga to set up a business there. So initially, I just started as a, a volunteer. So I would go there to... Uh, I tried to help out in, in well, whatever way that I can. And then when I got there, uh, I saw now, okay, the community here already knows how to make local tea. Because even before I volunteered for GK, there were volunteers before me now who taught uh, livelihood projects to, to the people there. And then I saw, okay, so they're using crops that can be found around them, like lemongrass or what we call tanglad in, in Filipino. It, coincidentally, I was an avid uh, iced tea drinker. I was a really heavy iced tea drinker. But at that time, uh -huh. 2012, all of the iced teas around us were mga high in sugar or, or super sweet. Yeah. So when I saw that opportunity, na, okay, uh, the community knows how to make uh, iced tea and then they're using uh, real ingredients talaga, that they get from, from their own farm. So this is our opportunity to come up with a, with a healthier alternative of, of iced teas. And the insight there was that uh, the Philippines is such an iced tea drinking country, but we don't grow the tea plant here. So uh, virtually 100% of our iced teas are, are imported. Pa. So imagine now if you can switch a small chunk of the market from purely uh, imported to some using mga local ingredients like lemongrass tanglad. Imagine how many farming communities you'll be able to help out. So yun, so yun yung naging transition ko from, from corporate and how I got inspired to uh, set up this uh, startup social enterprise in, in, in the farm in, in Bulacan. You know what, Ron? It's great that you, you initially like stumbled upon volunteering for GK. Because if you did not do that, you, were, you will not be able to like uncover the need to do a natural alternative. Because I'm also an iced tea lover. And before, it's like maybe like some tea drinks you're ready to drink would have like, I don't know, 30% of it is like sugar. I, I'm not sure about the percentage, but it's just, mm -hmm. it's just beyond healthy so it's good that you guys have this kind of organic nutritious drink uh, that tastes really good because eh? not every kind of um, tea brand can pull off healthy na, na, ano, na delicious so that's great and by the way I'm, I'm also wondering so you guys um, you know have been helping and training um, farmers you you sort of like it sounds like you guys treat them like your business partners whenever you do this how do you like how, how like what makes your mission important um and what what, what i mean by that is like 
how can probably, you know, like, can you expound on uh, your mission that maybe some other businesses could adapt or be inspired by your mission as well? Okay. So if um, we're, we're in the Philippines here, we're in the Philippines, we're in a country where we're facing so, so much uh, issues and there are so many sectors uh, that need help. So actually, it's a good time for people to venture into social social entrepreneurship. And at the same time, uh, we're also seeing a lot of support. Uh, if you set up your own uh, social enterprise, uh, you, you'd be surprised. A lot of people would want to uh, help you out. So in our case, the, the the sector or the problem that we chose to tackle was poverty alleviation. Okay, and if you look at the SDGs, uh, sustainable development goals. There are a lot of aspects that you can touch on. So again, in our case, it's uh, poverty alleviation, specifically for the farming communities in the in the Philippines. Because uh, number one, it, it's one of the sectors that are in in dire need of help, and uh, number two, it's one of the uh, areas now we saw now given the the skill sets available to us and given the opportunities in the in the market, now we can you know, we can contribute in. Now, in 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 our model, because the 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 way we help out the farmers is pretty straightforward. Um, the more we are able to uh, to produce, and the more awareness on on mga local products uh, we're able to make, the more farming communities will be able to help out. Right? So the helping part of the business is really integrated in our ano, in our operations. Because the helping out part is part of our production production process. So yeah, so that's how we were we're able to do it. And it's not limited to food and beverage. I think in in in, in the Philippines that same model can also be reapplied in other areas. And also it's not just limited to the countryside or to agriculture. For example, in in, in Metro Manila there are also a lot of uh, urban poverty that, that's happening. So that, that same business model can also be uh, reapplied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? For the poverty alleviation um, mission that you have attached to your social enterprise, I'm wondering for the past few months. Obviously, um, poverty has been more prevalent because of the the pandemic. Was there any sort of like initiatives or any plans that you guys are planning to to do to you know to amplify your mission for Nipayani Brew? Mm-hmm. Okay, one one of the most basic things that, that we did was uh, not to stop the support that we give to the farmers. So even though, especially at the onset, no, April, uh, March, April, May, when when it was the height of the quarantines in in, in Metro Manila, uh, even though practically logistics stopped, a lot of restaurants and cafes now closed down. The farming side of Bayani Blue still continued, so the farmers were still able to, you know, to earn an income. But that was also made possible because of the sacrifices made by the rest of the organization, especially, for example, the management team uh, took a pay cut in order to, for us to continue funding the, the the side of the farmers. Now we knew as well because you know, if you take care of the farming side, the moment the 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 quarantines are lifted, the market opens up, we would need the, the, the crops again. We would need to harvest again in order to produce uh, the drink. So that was one of the strategies that we, we did. Okay. And then one of the things then, uh, for the survival of the business, we have to be able to uh, pivot quickly. So Bayani Brew was one of those, uh, is one of those companies whose digital transformation was expedited by, by COVID. 
So previously, we didn't have any online store. So because of this, after a, a few uh, weeks of quarantine, uh, we immediately had to set up our own uh, e-commerce e-commerce business and uh, try to adapt to what, what the needs are of the of the market. Yeah, congratulations. Because like real talk, Ron, like before, uh, when I go to a certain store and wala dung bayani blue, medyo mahira. Pero ngayon, like now that it's just a click, you know, it's uh-huh. thankfully. I mean, I mean, pandemic was really bad, but like thankfully. Because of that, maraming businesses like yours, Anna, nag-adapt talaga, which is, again, congratulations, it's really good. I'm also wondering, um, for, you know, for Bayani Brew, you, you're, so 2020 this year, so have you celebrated your eighth year anniversary yet? Or getting close to the eighth year anniversary? Actually, you just reminded me, our eighth year anniversary will be, in, in in the next two weeks, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're very close. But it's been really busy, really hectic the past days that we we we, we kind of forgot about our our anniversary. <laughs> Let's make that big, Ron. Like that's a, an an eight year anniversary in 2020, which is eight is a lucky number, and it's 2020, which was tough for everyone. But at the same time, there's always silver lining, right? So yeah, advance uh, uh, congratulations. Uh, I look forward to helping you with your mission for the eighth year anniversary. My my last question to you is that because you said earlier when you were um, about to start Bayani Brew in 2012, um, you were you're like a an, an iced tea lover. So that was just uh, you know it's a healthy drink. Um, do you have any wellness routines that? Um, I, I'm I'm curious because I always ask that to my guests. What are uh-huh. their wellness routines? Because this is a, you know, this is something that I think it's good to to share to everyone. Uh huh. Okay. For for me, my 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 personal wellness routine is uh, quite simple. I believe in food diversity, so I, I put diversity in in what I eat. So for, so I've been eating more like quinoa aside from the usual uh, na mga rice and and I've been. Uh, eating more uh, plant-based, more whole foods. So aside from, so for example, for me growing up, I used to eat a lot of uh, Western, uh, processed food, or just uh, uh, red meat, uh, white rice. So lately, I've been trying to include some diversity in what I what I eat. So I am yeah, more, more plant-based among uh, whole foods. And also in terms of what, what we drink then, so that's why we're also coming up with all sorts of uh, flavors that you don't normally see. Now we have, okay, lemongrass ginger, lemongrass uh, turmeric, uh, which is not, not not commonly found, but it's good. The market is also uh, going uh, supporting this uh, diversity na, na movement. So that's something that I, I believe in, and which I applied it in my personal personal life. That's awesome. Yeah, I really believe in the power of food. Like for me, food is medicine. And and I wanted to thank you. I know that I've said this uh, even before we recorded or maybe on one of our online conversations that, you know, I'm really thankful about Bayani Brew because like it's, it's an essential drink. Like, you know, like instead of grabbing like high sugar drink, like might as well switch to something that's healthier that's you know, guilt-free. So thank you guys. You guys are doing amazing work. I am looking forward to more years so that maybe, I don't know, you guys will come up with new flavors. Is there something like that coming out soon? Because I know you just released two new flavors, right? 
But like, yes. do you think in the future, in the coming years, do you think there might be some new flavors? Yes, definitely. So we're doing a lot of R&D right now. So we're, uh, our flagship is lemongrass. So that's how we started lemongrass pandan. And then we're adding uh, lemongrass ginger, lemongrass turmeric. And in the coming uh, months and years, definitely you'll be seeing more, uh, more and more mga Filipino, mga inspired by cha recipes uh, will be coming out from, uh, from Bayani Group. You know what? Yes, I'm excited for that because we have so many great plants in here in the Philippines that need to yes. be, you know, marketed instead of us buying some plants from other countries and making it into a certain product. Might as well just maximize what we have, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited for that, Ron. And I appreciate you sharing your, your journey and your story. And uh, what are your last tips, by the way, for those that, um, you know, might want to might wanna start their business and might uh -huh. feel, you know, um, hesitant about it, especially if, it's, if we're talking about social enterprise? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, something that we've experienced, uh, it could be, it could start from your mission or your advocacy first. For example, if you see a community uh, that is in, in need, you can take that route first and see what skill set do they have, what, what opportunities do they have in the environment around them. So for example, in our case, uh, because the communities were in the countryside, uh, agriculture became a, a good facility for them to, to earn a better income. So look for those opportunities also. For example, those that are in, in urban settings, uh, find a community that, that you can help out. It's very easy in the Philippines. <laughs> so many people need, need help. Or it can be the other way around. It could be uh, because of a certain skill set that you have, because of your specialization or expertise, maybe you can reapply that uh, to something that instead of doing it for, for people who are already doing well, maybe you can do it for, for a community that needs some, uh, some, some more help, some more guidance or some more support coaching. And because of what's happening now, now everyone is uh, staying at home, the entire market is shifting to hyper-local. I think uh, the pandemic, uh, ironically, has become a, um, like a great equalizer for businesses. Now, if everyone is going online, so the presence of someone, a small business, can be as impactful as the presence of a large, uh, large company. So, parang this is a good starting point, uh, especially for people who want to set up their own their own businesses. Now they can do things now which they wouldn't have been able to do, or very which have been uh, very difficult to do pre quarantines, pre pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for those wise words, and all the best for Bayani Brew. Uh, I can't wait for the new drinks because I've tried all the all the flavors. So I'm sure if you're going to add some more, I'm sure it's just going to be as good as those uh, current flavors that you have. Again, thank you so much for joining Will Nassible's uh, interview. And um, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Mickey. We'll make sure that once the new flavors are out, we'll also send some over your way. And I'd like to thank as well. Thank you as well for doing this podcast, uh, for raising awareness and telling people that okay, it's possible. Wellness is possible even in the midst of a pandemic. Thank you so much for that. Thank you guys for listening. If you learned something from this episode, or if you have any valuable lessons you wanted to share to us. 
Remember, lessons learned are worth sharing. So please let us know by posting it on your social media accounts and use hashtag hashtag #WillNessible, and we might just have a special feature for you on our next episode. Until next time, beautiful souls. Keep growing, keep hustling, and keep learning. <laughs>